If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. CBS Mornings on this May 4th. May the 4th be with you. I'm Gail Kane. I'm Tony DeCope. And I'm Nate Burles. The spreading fallout from that stunning, and stunning is a word, Supreme Court leak of a draft opinion that suggests that Roe v. Wade is set to be overturned. Now, these are the headlines today showing how the shockwaves are reverberating, she's trying to say, across the nation, with alarm on one side of the abortion rights debate and criticism big criticism on the other. It has also galvanized politicians on both sides of the aisle. Ed O'Keefe is at the White House with more on this story. Ed, good morning to you. Good morning, Gail. Here at the White House, President Biden believes that if this draft opinion stands, it's going to put other rights at risk. And he says it's now up to lawmakers to protect abortion rights. Even the possibility that Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned has poured millions of dollars into the campaigns of Democrats and their related causes, scrambling already contentious midterm elections. Protesters took to the streets across the country. For and against the Supreme Court's draft opinion to overturn Roe versus Wade. Abortion is murder, and I feel that way, period. Women will be trying to shuttle back and forth from different states to try to get their rights fulfilled. We are not going back. On Tuesday night, Vice President Harris joined the fight. How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? It's really quite a radical decision. Earlier in the day, President Biden blasted the draft opinion, warning the decision could threaten other rights, like same-sex marriage. It would mean that every other decision related to the notion of privacy is thrown into question. Republicans were outraged as well, not about the decision, but about the leak. This is the most egregious breach of trust at the Supreme Court that has ever happened. Most Republicans even avoided commenting on the implications of the opinion. This is the first time we've had somebody on the inside try to attack the institution. With narrow House and Senate majorities, Democrats have failed so far to enact federal abortion rights into law ever since Texas passed a restrictive abortion law last year. While a bill passed the House in the fall, it was blocked this year in the Senate. But party leaders say they'll try again. It is time to wake up. And Democrats also see political opportunity. Just minutes after the news leaked, some campaigns started emailing and texting supporters for money. Act Blue, which funnels donations to Democratic candidates and causes, has processed at least $10 million in donations and counting since Monday night. 
But Republicans doubt abortion rights will be a top issue by November. I think this election is going to be decided based on the quality of the economy and safety. So a little more on the potential politics of this. A Biden advisor tells CBS News they believe if the ruling ultimately stands, this is going to help mobilize what they call harder to engage voters, maybe younger people or those that only show up every four years to vote for president, believing they'll now understand that a real fundamental right is at risk. The advisor cited polling that CBS News and other outlets have done that shows a majority of Americans want to sustain abortion rights. And they argue that, quote, every single swing race will be impacted by this decision. Nate? Ed, thank you. The leaked document led to demonstrations nationwide with people on both sides of the abortion rights debate strongly expressing their opinions. These are voices from across the country. Shame on the Supreme Court. Shame on you for not protecting the bodies of women that you claim to love. We're excited that people are realizing the importance of life from conception to natural death. When did it start that we became a country that our voices didn't matter and we were no longer heard? I have been praying along with brothers and sisters since 1973 to have this misjustice in America overturned. I think it could be overturned and then it's going to become a war on women's rights again. Something that our mothers and grandmothers already did before. Underlying all that, of course, is the leak itself. In a statement yesterday, Chief Justice John Roberts called the release of that draft opinion a, quote, singular and egregious breach of trust, end quote, intended to undermine the integrity of the bank's operations, or sorry, the court's operations. He stressed that the opinion does not represent the final position of any member of the court, and Roberts has now launched an investigation into the underlying leak. Chief Legal Correspondent Jan Crawford joins us now from the Supreme Court. Jan, you've been covering the courts for a long time. I want to get to the question of integrity, what this breach means for the court's operations. But first, the implications of it. President Biden has said that a whole range of rights would be at risk if, the, if this opinion is published. Is that true? Well, I mean, he specifically is talking about the right to, say, same-sex marriage and other cases, including the right to contraceptive devices. Those rights are grounded in the interest of uh, liberty and the right to privacy uh, that we saw in Roe versus Wade and a 1992 case called Casey. Uh, so the concern is if you pull out Roe and Casey, uh, those legs out from under the table, that it's just going to collapse and the other cases will fall as well. But there are other cases that provide a foundation for some of the same-sex marriage cases. And Justice Alito, in that draft opinion, was very clear uh, that a right to, to contraceptive devices or marriage or those things are different than abortion because unlike abortion, which is an individual right for the woman, there's also a competing right to a potential life. So he is stressing that abortion is critically different than those other cases. And it remains to be seen, Jan, if uh, future cases will, if that ring will hold if future cases are brought. Uh, now, to the, uh, the leak itself, very concerning, uh, both sides of the aisle coming out against it. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts is saying it will not uh, uh, affect the court's operations. Uh, do you think that's true? 
Well, I mean, he was he's flatly said that in his statement yesterday, a, a, a very strong statement, kind of surprising it to see from the chief justice of the United States uh, that, that will not succeed in undermining the court's operations. But I think that remains to be seen. I mean, as big of a story uh, as it is uh, that the court would overturn Roe, it's a body blow to the court. It's never happened. And confidentiality at the Supreme Court as they go through their deliberations is crucial. That trust will take some time to get back if they can. Yeah. All right, Jan Crawford for us once again in front of the Supreme Court. Jan, thank you very much. Something tells me they will find the leaker, though. Yeah. Republican voters in Ohio have chosen J.D. Vance, the candidate endorsed by former President Trump, in a closely watched Senate primary. I have absolutely got to thank the 45th, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. They wanted to write a story that this campaign would be the death of Donald Trump's America First agenda. Ladies and gentlemen, it ain't the death of the America First agenda. Robert Costas in Cincinnati with the results. Now, Bob, Vance was behind in the polls before Trump's endorsement. So does this mean he needs to send Mr. Trump some flowers or a fruit basket? And what, if anything, does it tell you about the other races? Uh, maybe a fruit basket's in the mail, maybe some Cincinnati chili from this great city here in Ohio. But, Dale, Trump endorsed candidates across the country. They were closely watching Ohio last night for clues about their own political fates. Would the Trump endorsement be enough to carry Vance across the finish line? It was. It shows Trump still has significant sway within the Republican Party. It helped him to repair past wounds he had following his criticism of Trump years ago. But every race has its own dynamics. There are no guarantees in politics, and Trump will continue to be tested in the coming weeks, including in Pennsylvania, where Dr. Mehmet Oz, the television personality, is in a competitive race, a Senate primary in the Keystone State. And Gail, all of these races, whether they're primaries, competitive or not, will tell us a lot about the GOP this year as the November midterm elections near. All eyes on Pennsylvania now, Bob. When is the Pennsylvania race with Mehmet Oz and Dave McCormick? Oh, just in a, just in a couple of weeks. We'll be heading there next and talking to you then. All right, Robert. Thank you. Always good to see you. Thanks. Turning overseas to Ukraine this morning, Russian forces are attacking the steel plant, sheltering some of the last holdouts in the key southern seaport of Mariupol. While some civilians have escaped from that plant, many Ukrainians near front lines are still caught up in the fighting. Our Charlie Daggett is there in eastern Ukraine. The Ukrainian government accused Russian forces of targeting the steel plant even as civilians try to flee from a suffocating two months beneath it. Busloads of families finally arrived to the relative safety of Ukrainian-held territories. Forcing residents to flee or face death is part of a Russian campaign of terror. Piece by piece, the Russians are tearing apart communities, hitting restaurants and cafes, shops, apartment buildings. Whether it's targeted or random, the effect is just the same. The population of the frontline town of Lysychansk used to be around 100,000 before Russian forces began a relentless bombardment here. They're now less than three miles away and only a handful of residents remain. Can you describe what it's been like here for the past few days? It's like a living hell, Olena said. We have no water. There's shelling every day. 
Desperate residents collect water from a crater caused when an airstrike hit the base of an apartment block, even as people were taking shelter in the basement. Ludmilla is not only used to the sound of constant explosions. She accepts the Russians may take over her town. Why haven't you left? You know, I have nowhere to go, she said. I don't know. Where would I go? I'm an old woman. Who needs me? For CBS Mornings, Charlie Daggett in Lysychansk, eastern Ukraine. In Alabama, officials searching for a murder suspect and his jailer released surveillance video that seems to show the moment they ran off together. Authorities say the video shows Lauderdale County Assistant Director of Corrections Vicki White taking suspected killer Casey White to a patrol car last week. The two, who are not related, have been missing ever since. The local sheriff says the fugitives have had a long history together, as Janice Shamlin reports. Sheriff Rick Singleton now says Vicki White's relationship with inmate Casey White goes back as far as two years when he was first held at the jail where she worked. He came back in February 22 and in that interim while he was in prison, we have evidence that there was communication between the two of them. The sheriff told us there's no evidence the duo's relationship was physical but that Officer White offered the suspected murderer special privileges, like more food, which bothered other inmates. That revelation came shortly after law enforcement released this footage. They say that's her guiding Casey White in shackles and handcuffs to the back seat of a patrol car on Friday. At the time, authorities say Officer White claimed they were heading to a mental health evaluation at the county courthouse. No such appointment was on the books. What did you think when you saw that video? Well, knowing that what was going to transpire, you know, it's sort of gut-wrenching, really. U.S. Marshals have now released these pictures of White's getaway car, a 2007 orange or copper-colored Ford Edge. They say the fugitives may be armed with an AR-15 rifle, handguns, and a shotgun. Do you have confidence that you will find Officer Vicki White alive? I have concerns that we might not. This guy, you know, uh, I, I think he used her, swooned her into uh, doing something that's totally out of character for her. And I think the minute that uh, she becomes a, a liability to him, I'm concerned of what he might do. For CBS Mornings, I'm Janet Shamlian. Nations watching that story. For the second time this week, there could be dangerous weather in America's southern plains. Meteorologist Jim Cantori from our partners at the Weather Channel is tracking the threats affecting nearly 9 million people. Jim, good morning to you. That's a lot of people. Good morning, Gail. Yeah, the atmosphere likes to reset itself this time of the year, so we're kind of going back to what we had Monday with this triple threat. Let's talk about it, because it certainly looks like we're going to talk about hail today, maybe two to four inches in diameter, tornadoes, our Torcon, five out of ten. All right, that's a five out of ten chance of a tornado, and of course, damaging winds, 60 to 80 miles per hour. So let's take a look at this and how it plays out today, because it's really the Interstate 40 and the Interstate 44 quarter that will be very, very active. This morning, you can always see some showers, what we call north of the 
warm front, but it's really this feature called the dry line, which is dry air pushing out of New Mexico into West Texas that really ignites things as we go through the afternoon. These storms should develop right on Interstate 40 and just make their way right toward Oklahoma City. There may be storms that precede these. They have the best chance of producing tornadoes. But either way, you're talking about all hazards possible today into Oklahoma and Texas. And unfortunately, this threat goes well into the night tonight. And then tomorrow, everything pushes both east and south into Texas. So we'll be looking at these areas for all these hazards. Gail, you can catch all-day coverage featuring our virtual view technology on the Weather Channel Television Network. We know where to go. Thank you, Jim Cantori. If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's true, then you're in luck. Because, once again, Mr. Ballin Podcast, Strange, Dark, and Mysterious Stories is available everywhere you get your podcasts. Each week on the Mr. Ballin Podcast, you'll hear new stories about inexplicable encounters, shocking disappearances, true crime cases, and everything in between. Like our recent episode titled White Dust. After a middle-aged couple fail to answer their daughter's messages and calls, the daughter drives the few hours to her parents' house to check on them, but after arriving and seeing both her parents' cars in the driveway, the daughter gets an uneasy feeling and just can't stomach going inside. To hear the rest of that story and hear hundreds more stories like it, follow Mr. Ballin Podcast on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Prime members can listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music.